Sports Best Friends is proudly brought to you by PWA, the home of Australian pro wrestling. The next big show is on 30th of April at the Factory Theatre, Marrickville. See our local heroes, the Velo Cities, defend their PWA tag team belts against international stars Aussie Arrow, Kyle Fletcher, the Dunkzilla Mark Davis, together known as Aussie Open. Get your tickets at their website now. PWA, now we conquer. And the boys from Surplus City. Go and see Big Kahuna and Parramatta for all your camping needs. Just down from here to win. Find their website in our show notes too. Sports Best Friends NRL Season, a podcast as excited about football as Adam Reynolds is about sideline converting. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T, views of my own and I'm recording these views, not in the blocker locker this week. Uh, again, our man from the sideline, off the bench, Big Boomsy, he uh, is always ready to go, phone in hand. How are you, sir? I'm excellent. Just like Craig Green, mate. Just waiting on the sidelines for my chance to run. Just Craig only half as good looking. <laughs> only a, half as good looking. Yeah, I don't know about that. I reckon you're, you're more than half. Um, <laughs> what an interesting uh, person to bring up because he's also the bloke who went to the Roosters. Or did he? was he at the Roosters and then unceremoniously went to the Rabbits or was it the other way around? Uh, he didn't have a choice. He was at South when they got kicked out. Oh. So he had to go to the Roosters. And he promised us that he'd come back, but... Once you go to the Roosters and sell your soul, unfortunately, you know, it's like Homer with the donut and the devil, you know, it's uh, it's kind of that analogy. Um, and he stayed there to probably win a premiership. And uh, speaking of probably winning a premiership, Souths are going pretty well. How are you feeling generally? How was your weekend? Um, my weekend was excellent. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good about Souths. I like uh, winning games and getting it to zero. That's That doesn't happen very often. So, mm-hmm. yeah, feeling great about it. How, was, how about you, mate? Um, mine was good. Littlest went away for the weekend to go and see his uh, grandparents, and so I um, I had a good few few days watching lots of football, doing lots of artwork, just enjoying life um, mm-hmm. for what it was like before I had a kid. But it's also quite it's a, a bit boring and a bit expensive. I think um, most beautiful tiger and I had to spend so much time out in cafes and restaurants and things like that, entertaining ourselves that it ended up costing me a bomb. But a fun bomb, but a bomb nonetheless. So have you found that if you, whenever you've got little, little Mate, got rid of the littlest rabbit, have you had issues with your wallet? Completely agree. I was talking to some uh, work colleagues about it this week. The cheapest thing you could do after you get over the initial, you know, them um, giving him needles for and charging out the wazoo. Yeah. Once you passed all that, it's cheap as cheap as. Yeah, doctors. I forgot about that. We haven't been. I think I stopped going um, because it was so <laughs> expensive. <laughs> Anyway, probably shouldn't say that. If anyone's listening and they're from Docs, if, if he was sick, I would have taken him, I promise. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. This mighty fullback for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Friday, Moonspace versus Feet fans. So we're going to start with Carla Carl, who said, I've never, I'll never get tired of watching Benji play footy no matter what jersey he's wearing. And I'm sure you picked up that any time we talk about the Rabbits, the first thing I want to talk about is Benji. Jeez, the bloke is good. Yeah, he, well, he set up a great try. Um, I mean, you were discussing earlier today how he's amazing for those 20-minute periods. So it'll be, it'll be really tested next week when he has to play a full game, I think. But yeah, at the moment, he's, he's a real crowd favourite. 
Yeah, because he's playing such great football and you guys look better when he's on. I, it, it still could be that he plays at 80 minutes really well because you've got such a great forward pack. Um, everyone around mm. him is great. Take, there'll be a lot of pressure off him because he won't be the only one out there um, because obviously mm. um, Adam Reynolds is fantastic. So I reckon he'll be great for you. Well, he, his defence, I've noticed uh, this year, he's up a lot faster, obviously, in case he makes those mistakes. Which he's, you know, which he's known for after a billion yeah. shoulder surgeries. Um, you know, he, yeah, he's up a lot quicker. So, and that that covers. And but South's defence as a whole is better this year too. So, maybe that's something they uh, worked on early season and, and Bedu is there from the from the get go of training. So, yeah, I'll look, I'm really happy to have him sit on the bench and now come in. And this is exactly what he was bought for for this situation. So. Hopefully goes good. He's born for a grand final winning moment, so you can have one of those possibly later as well. Uh, now, you, you mentioned thousands of surgeries. Here's a tweet by at Sarah Sassy Pants who wrote, Adam Reynolds kissing the bunny. You know where his home is, where his home is at Sassany Rabbitus. So first of all, you mm. and I love talking about Bunny Rubble, how he looks like he's running in sand. You're, you're incredible. <laughs> um, you're incredible. <laughs> social media account it's themselves made an entire video just completely <laughs> smashing him for how slow he was running uh it was a great little charge then and way to end that game as much as they hated the uh the junk time points in my game it was fantastic to see a ray get something in this game yeah absolutely the body rubble thing is just it never gets old mate every <laughs> yeah. time every time he, every time he makes a break when he was younger as well he um after we sold sandow he um Reynolds chased him down length of the field and it must have been the, the slowest foot race. I don't know whether he's um, <laughs> it slowed down, but yeah, I remember it so well because it was like we, we'd signed this young halfback and he ran the length to, to take Sando out in the para game and everybody loved him from that moment. But yeah, Bunny Rubble, it's the best. Just, uh, just running in sand. Now I'm going to go to the score. You got anything else you want to um, talk about? No, great game for a heavy result. Score? Uh, 32 nil, I think. I think it's 38 nil. I've got it, might be 32. Oh, and you, I, forgot about Barney, I forgot about Barney at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Of course, he's going to kick it. I mean, do you want A Ray? That was one question I had. Did you want A Ray to stay? Uh, I think South are doing the right thing, to be honest. I, I'll, I'm all about loyalty, but you've seen, I've just seen with other teams how holding on to players it just hurts, and um, you want your team to keep going well. So, I think. You know, unless somebody comes in with another huge offer. I think two years is perfect, personally. But, you know, if South can't afford it, which is what I was reading today, then, yeah, look, I'd love him to stay and I get the petitions, you know, but Saddle Cup's so hard to, to run and we've got some good players coming through. So it's a real hard one. Now, the nil bit's the, the really impressive bit, and it was the first thing I tweeted about today when the Tigers won. Really glad um, mm. that you guys can do that. Even I know the, I know the Bulldogs that much, but to keep any um, top grade side to nils, fantastic. Um, the scariest mm. thing about that, though, at NRL Conspiracies, he wasn't the only one to tweet about this, but it was the first one I read. He read, in the space of 13 mm. minutes, Ryan Pappenhausen scored eight more mm. points than the Bulldogs had scored in 320 <laughs> minutes of football. Oh Isn't that... Oh, no, that's not the that same... Was at Palmer, that one. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, now anyone not following along, Boomsy's talking about Chicken Palmer because I'm uh, up against Chicken Palmer in our big uh, sports best friend draft this week. Palmer and I were undefeated, both of us together, and um, Palmer mm. has Pappenhausen, but he had him on the bench. He scored 124 <laughs> points, and so 
just amazing. I think Palmer One, I haven't checked, but I think Palmer One ended up um, scoring more points than me anyway. So even without Pap, he ended up doing through. He also had Brian Toto, who I think scored 74 points um, with Penrith. He scored three tries or something. So he, he was lighting it up this weekend. Um, mm. At Devonhead wrote, I did more uh, during lockdown than the NRL Bulldogs did in attack. <laughs> and true yeah and the, I mean NRL Twitter it can be vicious but it's also extremely creative and at Rooster 7 said gonna tell my grand- my grandkids one day that I'm old enough to remember when Canterbury scored tries <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so good. and they play Melbourne and they play Melbourne next week as well yeah, that's, that's the worst bit right. score for the Dragons. Sunday Strawberry Tractors versus the Commies and we're gonna start with Ashton Sims 26 that's the blue tick Ashton Sims account. I'm not sure if it's me. I'm not sure if it's the rest of the Pilsners I'm currently enjoying. But was that a Sims running 55 metres for a try? I mean, he's trolling <laughs> his brother there, but Tarek had an incredible game. He was outstanding. The two charge downs. The second one really broke Newcastle. I think they were going to get him anyway. But, um, yeah, that was that was huge. Now, he's not there for charge down. He's there for kick pressures. Um, and he's getting that big body when we know there's so many injuries all over the place. He's getting that big body, charging at those halves, putting them under pressure. And those two terms, um, getting his hands or body on the ball. But often he's just creaming that number seven or number six. And, and it often makes their kicks way, way, way worse. Or, or at least gives them something to think about. Tackle four, tackle five, that Tarek's coming. So valuable to a team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And... You said it earlier today when we're chatting about it again, but that's his gig. That's you know, if your if your team's played against him, you know that he smashed your fullback at some point. But the whole game, the whole mate, the whole the whole game was so tough. It's yeah. definitely the toughest game this season, without a doubt. Um, full credit to like Newcastle; they were like they got smashed. Every how many injuries can you get? They mm. were. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the question I had actually. Were they would they have been at the point? I know it doesn't start till the next round. Would they have been at the point where they could have brought in the 18th man? I think you only get it if you get three HIAs at, during the same ah, right. thing. So it's got to be HIAs. There's got to be three of them. It takes, it takes a real long time. That's not what it is in the rest of junior football. I think the mo- any HIA can be substituted with your 18th man um, is my understanding. But that for the NRL, obviously, they're still really hooked up on fatigue and fatigue being great football. So... They're waiting to the last mm. minute to put in an 18th man. At Harry Rampage tweeted, I really hope uh, Makali Ravalavwa is told to put his pull his head in uh, by some of the senior players <laughs> yeah. of the Dragons. His carry-on on a concussed Kurt man was disgraceful. Now, when I first saw this, yeah, I just was... I just saw the blow-up um, and was just like, mm. oh, yeah, whoever tackled him or whoever did the thing is the reason why um, there was all that fighting. Mm-hmm. But then when they showed us the replay where everyone's calmed down and whatever, and then Ravalavo turns around and then sprays the bloke on the floor during yeah. during uh, um, bloody Alex McKinnon around, like it was just so, so out of whack of what he should be doing and, and understandable why everyone uh, responded so violently at him. Absolutely. Like, there's, there's, there's a line there that... You know, if you, you hit someone in a defensive, a defensive position and you talk smack to them on the ground, but you want them to be able to be able to see, like, Kurt Mann's eyes were like poker machines, mate. He was gone. Yeah. So, um, like, you can't talk smack when someone's knocked out like that. No. It was, that was yeah. understandable that the uh, Knights players reacted to that too. And uh, I still wouldn't excuse it, but it would make more sense if Ravalava and Kurt Mann had been having a day all day 
you know, smashing each mm. other. And if that was a one-on-one -on -one where Rubber Love were really put it to man, but I think he, he was getting shoulder charged by like the two other Saifidi guys and Kurt Mann yeah. just having Saifidi. to get some friendly he fire. Was he was, yeah. And so I don't understand why like, Rubber Love were really thought that he'd done something amazing there anyway. But score? Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. I think it was like 23-14 or some random number. No, the other way around. It was 22-13. It was an absolute wetty wet, oh. wet, wet rooster of a scoreline. Oh, absolutely. She would have nailed that for sure. <laughs> I think it was 13 eight or something going into the halftime they, they slotted a field goal and then you end up losing and there's nothing I find more delicious on a score line than a losing team having an odd number. It's one of my favourite things in the world. Um, yeah. At RayShe85 tweeted, what's more frustrating than being a Newcastle Knights fan? Nothing. Nothing is more frustrating. <laughs> now, Ray, I, I get it. I mean, a lot of people were tweeting that, you know, about their own teams, but to have yeah. so much money, so much talent, so much promise sitting on your yeah. sideline through um, unforced injuries is so would be so frustrating. And also, they looked so good in the first two games, even without um, even without Ponga. Ponga. So to see them mm. lose to us with some really dodgy play by Shivasaki and Bradman Best, and then to see them lose in a close one here with injuries and stuff mm. must be really devastating for that poor fan base. Yeah, definitely. And then they lose. Yeah, I think, I don't know how long Pierce is out for, but... Ten that weeks, was, um, that, oh my gosh, yeah. for that, for oh. like, you know, a, a, just a sly arm up. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he would have done more ta damage playing Oztag because it was just, yeah. he didn't, he, <laughs> it was so innocuous. Uh, some good news though from uh, some Newcastle Knight friends. Newcastle Nana messaged me. Um, now, for anyone who yeah. has never heard of Newcastle Nana before, excellent lady. Her and Pop both live in uh, Newcastle. And the woman never messages me about my family or her great-grandson or anything <laughs> like that. Not once. If you looked at my message thing, my message history, it is just her talking to me about football. Uh, sometimes I send her pictures of Littlest uninvited, un just to remind her. But uh, no, doesn't care. She just retweeted me this, uh, sorry, wrote to me this straight away. That's the way the cookie crumbles. You win some and lose some. Uh, too many injuries. Ponga should be back next week. Now, I didn't write anything before that. She's just already mid-conversation. I'm sure some people have grandmothers like that. You're just mid-conversation with them all the time, and now she does that on Facebook Messenger. I just, she just assumes I think you should... I'm always thinking about football, so she's just in there with me. I think just for funsies next time, uh, send across Littlest with a picture of like a Henny Penny Knights jersey, and you'll definitely, <laughs> you'll definitely get a reply. Yeah, but right. it's a standard Newcastle. That's Mate, that's life in Newcastle. It I is. love the footy. Actually, that is standard Newcastle. She's the only person I communicate uh, outside of Twitter on, a, on an almost daily basis, and so I, it makes sense they all talk about it. At uh, Gallipoli00, the performance of the Dragons today was a significant accomplishment in the transformation journey of the Dragons. Never seen that toughness and focus under McGregor. Panthers, South and Storm will be the true test. Now, South have, sorry, Dragons have had a touch of a soft draw, but everyone can say that once you've seen them play. Everyone could have said mm. that Newcastle were an incredible team and this wasn't a soft draw. It's only that now the Dragons have beaten mm. them and were calling it a soft draw, so... I think um, I would agree with that, though. I think there's definitely a, a real shift in what they're doing since their coaching change. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, that's the first Dragons game I've watched all season. And I was like, who is this team? Mm. And it's not, you know, roster-wise, it's not that different. I mean, really, like the Ford pack is pretty similar to last year. Well, McCullough's there, Brazil. obviously, at Hooker. And, they, they've lost people. Yeah, they, Exactly. 
And I feel like the, there might be a little thing with Frizzell. He keeps going to these teams, and he was excellent yesterday mm. against his old, old club. I thought he was fantastic. Agreed. But he goes to these teams, and then around him, he's got this amazing cast, and they just seem to all fall. But I thought I thought they were really, really strong, and they had yet to be tested against a good attack like your Penriths and your Melbournes and South. I'll throw South in there, of course. But that'll be it'll be a good test because the defense looked excellent um, yesterday, at least. Monday, your Mighty West Tigers versus Paramata Sala. We'll start with at Josh99 Coleman. Moses Mbai has genuinely made a big impact since coming on the field. Team looks way more organized than a piece of magic to set up that other, one of the tries. And I've got to agree with them. I, I was begrudgingly, I read all those stories about him wanting to move on and stuff and completely understand. And I haven't really been able to see a spot for him in our team um, since I was asked to try and make some teams in the pre-team, uh, pre-season for different Instagram accounts. But... He was like noticeably good when he came on, and I wasn't sure why he came on because I saw that we kept Little on. Little looked a little um, injured uh, halfway through the first half, and then um, stayed on. And I thought once I saw Moses, that made a Little had come off. But Little played the whole game, and Moses played a really interesting. I think um, he played a roaming lock, kind of like yeah, Tyrone Bixie does. Yeah. yeah, and he was quite yeah, yeah, he was quite fun. good in that. So. I don't know if that means that he should stay in the squad, but I certainly couldn't um, couldn't ignore the fact that he played well today. Oh, he's a, the attack changed when he came on. In terms of like even his um, backing up, like there's so many half breaks that Tigers made with the arms free, and and by would not, if he if he just took the next one, he would then give to somebody else. Mm. I thought he was really good actually. Mm. Um, of the bench, and I completely agree with what you're saying. And whether it's just that short period that he comes on and does it, it, it definitely changed your tactic. Got Brooks involved as well, I think a bit more. They were looking at him by, and Brooks seemed to be able to. He didn't have a great game at all, but he seemed to get the ball a bit more in positions that allowed him to be free. Well, the at Gugonian Tiger tweeted, uh, "I'm happy as I can be after a loss." Now, I don't know if Guggen was with me at the football, but it was a great vibe. You and I had tried to go to some football over mm. the last two years, but it's been challenging. Uh, that game, zero COVID, mm. Easter show happening with 30,000 people there. It had it was incredible. I'd, I'd literally forgotten what it felt like for someone to make a line break and, and for that, you know, 15,000 people mm. all to stand, well, not 15, all 30s, you know, start to edge towards the end of their seat to see what happens. And, you know, half of them are standing up, mm. urging someone on. It was, it was a fantastic feeling, a fantastic sound. So I was also extremely, I was pretty, you know, anxious and, and writing every pass during the game. But once it was finished, I was thoroughly enjoyed my experience. And the Parramatta fans out there were fantastic. So, Googie, and I'm assuming you were also out there. The other thing you brought up before, um, Boom, was I was surprised by how much we were in that game. And I think the only major difference was, mm-hmm. Parra didn't probably play as well as they had. Uh, they didn't play like they played against Melbourne. That the team, that Parramatta team was sure. incredible. Um, they weren't mm-hmm. as good today, but... The major difference was every time they had an arm free and got a ball out, they found another player hungry for that ball, hungry for that offload. I saw about eight yep. times where we got an arm free and no one was mm. around that ball. And so Moses did yeah. do that a bit. Um, there was a one time where Luch finally got one off and we scored um, with a little under the post because Brooks was finally backing up. But but everyone mm. around me at that time was just shouting offload, offload because there were so many opportunities and, and no one running onto that. If we had the same kind of hungry at the eel side, I think we could have won it all or made it even closer. But the major difference today yeah. wasn't defence or anything like that. We let a soft try in on the on the try line. They let a soft try in on the, the try line. We had errors. They had errors. I think our 
completion rate was the same. It was just that hunger for trying to compete in every play. And I think sometimes we get trapped into setting up for the next play, whereas Parramatta seem to be in a really great spot of just playing every play like they're going to score off it. Yeah, mate, absolutely agree. I'd say the person who was missing this week for you guys versus previous weeks is Dane Laurie when it came to that. Mm. He's been really good at like sniffing around for offloads from um, Offengowie and Twilight, or not Twilight so much, but Offengowie and um, Taumau. And he wasn't – actually, I've, I've rated him. I mean, you, you talked about him at the start of the season and I didn't know anything about him. And I thought he'd been really good. But today, yeah, he was a bit more quiet. Maybe they tied him out. Maybe they kicked more to the corners or he was doing more defense. But he just didn't seem to be floating around. And I think that's huge for fullbacks. I think fullbacks need to be – flying around look at Pappenhausen I mean that's all his tries were you know yeah. just following and if you've got that speed which you know you've already got an advantage because you're on the attack and the other guys are running back you know if you've got guys floating around there's so many tries especially this season scored from that and you're not you're you're famously not a Gussie Saint um, fan but there's one good thing that Reese Marnie um, and Reese Marnie and, and um, Gussie Saint do mm. It's that they're always there mm. springing for the ball. And I and I think your point about Dane Laurie is exactly what I was saying, except for that I'm not sure it's Dane's fault. I, I saw a bunch of times where the halves were directing him to get on the other side of the field. So when they did their block play or their set play, he was part yeah. of it. But it, it meant he was constantly draw, pulled away from that ruck because they're, they're always thinking about it. When this game, they seem to be thinking a lot about the next player rather than playing on that play. But that might be me just defending him at the moment. I'm not sure. At David underscore Hunter, sorry, just as David Hunter tweeted, another heart stopper mm-hmm. for the entertainers get the win. And uh, it's good for him as an Eels fan to see his team playing well. I wouldn't call them the entertainers yet. Uh, I don't think they were that enterprising, mm-hmm. but I was certainly happy to see the Eels get the win. He did say it was also a heart stopper, and that was illustrated by at Andrew Foster 101, who tweeted, 63rd minute, Tigers down by 14. 73rd minute, Tigers back <laughs> within two. 72nd minute, Tigers <laughs> press for the winner. 80th minute, Tigers lose by 14. And that's exactly... <laughs> <laughs> really great, great assumption of, yeah. the, of the whole game. That, yeah. like, that, that really runs it up. But you, it being being there in the crowd, I mean, that's amazing when they get within two. I think that's the most exciting thing. That really gets people in their seats. But yeah, and the last, I mean, you know, the last the last trial was a bit bullshit. You got to go for it, you know? So, and I still think, and I might be biased because I was going for two. Tigers that Guppo was offside. You were at the game, so maybe you saw it better. But I thought Guppo was offside on that last one. They did, They seemed to just let that one go. Yeah, that was weird. It definitely looked like from where I was sitting, which was in the worst spot to see. It was in the opposite corner. And also a Tigers fan. It, mm. uh, it looked offside. And then the replay, <laughs> it looked offside. And then the second angle, he looked onside. And I was happy to go, okay. The other thing is I know they're reviewing it. They reviewed it over and over again. What I loved, though, was the Tigers looked mm. at it. And the Tigers just did big game management and just went okay that's obviously a penalty <laughs> just broke the line and uh and we're acting like it was a penalty i love that i was all about that uh score yeah, right. uh in the end it was tigers around 22 yeah. and so i think 36 22 good maths wow! the wowment of the week are brought to you by trophy land trophy land is the number one place to get all your trophy needs we're talking medals trophies awards personalized and professional uh, find their website in the show notes. Say hi to K-Bay for us. Boom, you would have won your fair share of trophies in your time. Did your parents ever keep any of them? Or have you kept them? <laughs> yeah, they've still got them, mate. They're yes. up in Central Coast, Gather and Dust as we speak. No, they had to buy a new house because you, you three boys had so many trophies, surely. 
Well, no, I was definitely the talent. That was great, mate. You know that as well. <laughs> the Craig Wing, Craig Wing of the family. Uh, Absolutely. Now, do you have a whammon, or would you like me to do mine first? Yes, I'm actually going to go. I was going to go super biased and go with the Benji kick for Latrell because I bloody love that. Oh, that but I'll so go good. instead. Yeah, I'll go instead with Nathan Cleary. He did a, when I watched that game. He put a kick, a, a little. Um, Little chip through, regathered, then kicked the opposite yes. way where the rest of his players are going. That was a fantastic try. I think our mate, who we couldn't remember the name of, and I don't remember his name now, the Queensland centre. Oh, yeah, with slash. a great beard. Yeah. Yeah. What was his name? Oh, no. Yeah, that guy. Uh, whatever his name was, scored that try, that guy. And that was that was fantastic. I mean, Daly Cherry Evans, even with his massive neck, looked like a... <laughs> <laughs> he does look like the clowns at the fair looking around for the yeah. ball. And that kick was phenomenal. I'll, I'll give that my wow because it was a proper when I was watching it going, wow, he's that good. He He's also the, the guy who scored the game-winning try against Melbourne the week before, so we should definitely know his name by now. It's terrible. Oh, mate, uh, at some point. It's yeah, come yeah. Back. I won't be able to sleep tonight. I'll do it then. Uh, at Bodunia, he had a wowman of the week. He said, his wowman, and, and Bodunia, you know how much I love you. And so that's why I'm reading this out. Uh, Mitch Moses <laughs> steadying his wowman is Mitch Moses steadying the ship, getting the boys home when he could have let the team choke. Instead, he led the boys Oof. from the front, controlled the tempo, and let the outside backs get their rewards. Selfless and understated. Amazing, really. There you go, Badoon. <laughs> and so that was a wowman. It was, and there's a lot of people's wowmans that I would even read that. So that's good. Ooh, quick late entries. Uh, one is by at Sharks Rob who said young Matt Moylan finally scoring a try and of course there was Big Chappy at Big underscore Chappy wrote Bulldogs going scoreless for three weeks in a row uh, my wowman is from tonight so I watched uh, I got home having such a fantastic time they've they've made a tunnel as well back to the inner west of Sydney so it took me about 18 minutes to drive home um, from Stadium Australia, it's insane. I don't know why they didn't build it when we had the goddamn Olympics here because it would have <laughs> fixed everything. But anyway, it doesn't matter. We've got it now. Um, and so I got home, so much time to spare. And I, and I got to watch the 7 o'clock game for the uh, Harvey Norman women's uh, game. And so that had the MacArthur West Tigers versus Helensburg um, Tigers or Tiger Lilies. I think they're also uh, called. So there's two mm-hmm. Tiger teams. The Helensburg Tiger Lilies are a fresh team, never played before. Helensburg Tigers have played. They've got a junior rugby league um, comp down there. And, but this is the first year that the women are playing in the Harvey Mormon uh, women's comp. So fantastic to see. They've got Cassie Apps. Um, they've got Jess Surgis, uh, golden boot winner Jess Surgis, who was insane in this game. So MacArthur West Tigers have um, Vitaly Vete Welsh, who's still probably my favourite um, female player. But in this game, you, do you remember watching Cows games in like the 2013-14s where... where they were okay, but not great. But then all of a sudden, Jonathan Thurston would have a game where it just feels like he is in God mode and everything he does is incredible. Or we also had them sometimes yeah, with the absolutely. Tigers. Tigers would have Tedesco and Tedesco's just in a mood and everything was happening around him. Uh, is there a South yeah. player that, where that would happen with sometimes? Or GI, I guess. GIs would have games where... Uh, yeah, there was, or Sam Burgess at one stage when we were pretty rubbish in between bits, yeah. <laughs> so Jess Surgis was having one of those games where just everything she did, getting her team out of trouble, she'd easily make 13 metres. Uh, just scoring tries, making line breaks, backing up. She was in everything. It was devastating. There's a tweet about it on, uh, sorry, at John C. Moriarty. He tweeted, Harvey Norman women's halftime at Campbelltown, West 14, Helensburg, Tiger Lilies 12. Terrific, terrific teamwork building. 
um, to each of the West Tigers countered by rapid running brilliance by Jess Sergis. Now that, John, is a fantastic way of describing that game because the MacArthur West Tigers on paper and through gameplay looked a complete team. Everyone playing well, kicks getting to corners, great chase, everything going really, really well. Uh, Vete Welsh putting on two tries um, through excellent passing, holding the ball, beautiful timing. But then Jess Sergis scored, um, I think, twice by herself out of nothing to, to keep them in it. But then the second half, it was an absolute blowout. And again, it was just Jess Sergis. So Jess Sergis ended up with four tries. She scored in the four, 15th, wow. 33rd, 43rd, and in the last minute of the game on the 69th minute. Um, and it's just like destroying it. And Kezi Apps was the other person to score. So those two jewelers having an absolute time. The, Killing it. The Steelers down there, they've got a leagues club in, in Lawara and um, still... And they did a big thing about recognising those Jillaroos that are playing that thing. So there's a big culture shift happening down there in, in the, um, well, publicly, I should say, down down in that Wollongong area. They may have also already been big on women's football, and I didn't know about it, but they're generally doing it publicly now. Uh, Rachel Pearson's kicked five from five. It was an absolute blowout in the end, and, and um, uh, the Helensburg Tiger Lewis won 30-20 to 20 against the MacArthur West Tigers. So mm-hmm. none of my teams could get a win, but I feel like this podcast could adopt um, the Helensburg Tiger Lilies. We've got a lot. We've got a big Wollongong connection um, through a bunch of people and, and things like that. And so I think that's a, they're a new team. They're fresh. They need some help. So we should get around them. And they're playing next board. next week. They're playing at the Jex, uh, sorry, the Rex Jackson Oval in Wollongong against the Rabbitohs. So anyone down there oh. um, who likes a, a good game, you should go and see those those teams go out at 3 p.m. at Rex Jackson Oval. Now I can tell you next Sunday, round five of the NRL. It's round. Ooh, five maybe of this women's comp as well. Sunday, we're playing the the boys are playing the cows at four o'clock in the afternoon. But at ten thirty a.m., MacArthur West Tigers are playing the Saints the Saints at Leichhardt Oval. Ten thirty a.m. I'm going to try and take Ooh. Littlest. If you're around, boom, you should also come and take the, um, the Littlest Bunny because I don't think you're going to be able to get down to Wollongong Saturday. Or maybe you'll already mm-hmm. be down. You'll be. Yeah. Are you maybe in the sunny coast? Uh, no, I'll be in Adelaide, so a bit oh, Adelaide. far away, but <laughs> otherwise I would be first there. Yeah. Well, I'll take some photos of them to you, mate. Uh, but that should be an excellent game. Uh, or just, that, that football is fantastic. Football is always fantastic, particularly at Leichhardt Oval or in Wollongong, Redfern Oval. They're always, there's always just something a little bit more magic in the air because you're so much closer or something. I don't know, there's, there's less... There's less fans. Sometimes that makes it better. Am I crazy in saying that? Sometimes when you don't have a huge... No, you just don't have the local idiot like just shouting stupid stuff about referees and things like that. It's just more family and friends watching it so everyone's in a much better mood. Yeah, I get that. I completely get that. There's a certain uh, number where it gets to those uh, hooligans, yeah. <laughs> but the lower levels when it is, you know, it's it's really great to see families like there and just cheering for their kids and cousins and whatever. It's yeah. really good. And, and speaking of hooligans, by the way, did you, I don't know if you've been on the socials this evening, but did you see the video of the two eels blokes punching on? Uh, I just saw the end of it just then. Yeah. Two eels. So they were for the same team, like two yeah. eels fans. So the only, it only goes for about three or four seconds that I've seen. It's an eels bloke standing in front of another eels bloke. And he just, the other eels bloke's watching the game. And they're obviously having some kind of brouhaha, but he's, he's given up on him. He's watching the game. And the uh, and the eels bloke who was wearing, I should point out, a Hain Jared Hain jersey, um, throws an absolute uh. cat punch, clocks him, and then um, gets evicted immediately. But it's just <laughs> bizarre that they're fighting their own team, mate. Wow, and they're four and zero. Oh. Gee, yeah. what happens if they lose again? <laughs> yeah, fool against mate. I'm feeling alright because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Enjoy your sport for another week.
get around good people on the socials like the Messenger RL who are officially providing us with episode cover art most weeks. You can find them on Insta, Twitter, and in the show notes. We'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. Sayonara. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous. No sign off. Boom. Just going up blank. I like oh, that. I can't do. I can't do. Bye. Yeah, I can. Bye. That'll do. <laughs> you, can, you can do whatever you want. You're, 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 a, you're the Craig Wynn of the Craig Wing of the podcast is an excellent. If you didn't already have some great nicknames, Craig Wynn <laughs> would be a great one. That's exactly what you Mate, do. I'll absolutely take it. Origin off the bench. Good looking bloke. Can't lose. Japanese rugby. Here you come. I'll say sayonara then. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Okay.